Hey y'all, is it cuffing season yet? Because I feel like it's about to be cuffing season. Like it's fall, up north it's getting a little cold, it's cuddle up weather, it's still his sweater weather, so it gotta be cuffing season. So that's what we're gonna talk about today, getting cuffed. We're coming out of the book of Ruth, of course. So this is another one of those episodes where you're gonna need to grab your notebook, girl, or boy, because I have four steps for how to survive cuffing season. And it's the acronym for the word cuff. All right, you ready? So just a little background knowledge on the book of Ruth. Ruth was married and her husband died. So she decided, well, since you dead, I'm just gonna stay with your mama cause this my mother-in-law. So I'm gonna stay with her. And the mom was like, girl, even if I have another son today, you gonna be too old by the time he gets to an age where he can date. So like, what are you sticking with me for? And Ruth was just not having it. Like, she's like, wherever you go, I'm going to go. Where you die, I'm going to die. The God that you believe in is the God that I believe in. So in this story, Naomi was a vessel used by God in Ruth's life. God spoke and guided Ruth through Naomi. And Naomi basically introduced her to a new way of living. Which is exactly what God does when we decide to give our life to him. When we decide to stick with him, he changes the way that we approach situation. He changes the way that we act in relationship. He changes the way that we feel and we view different circumstances. He teaches us how to be a new man or a new woman when it comes to love. Which is the first C. Create your own relationship with God before you create one with someone else. In Ruth chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Then Boaz asks for a man, Who is that over there? Like, who she, who she with? Who she belongs to? Okay, he didn't say that verbatim, but we about to read the Bible how I read the Bible. And his foreman was like, Oh, she came with Naomi. And she'd been working all morning. I mean, she did take a little break to fix her hair and drink some water over there in the shelter. But other than that, she'd been working all morning. Like, she a hard worker. So this ties into the first C about creating your own relationship with God, because when you follow God's instructions, the way that Ruth followed Naomi's instructions, it'll lead to you being noticed. It'll lead to a man asking about you and you being a woman worthy of asking about you being a woman with a good reputation, you being a woman known for working hard, known for loving even harder, you being a woman worth talking about. When Boaz noticed Ruth, she was doing the last thing that Naomi told her to do. Are you doing the last thing that God told you to do? And if you're a man listening to this, are you seeking before you sacrifice? Are you finding out who does she belong to? Does she belong to God or does she belong to the club every Friday? Does she belong to her job? Does she belong to her friends in their opinion? Find out some qualities and some characteristics that she has before you sacrifice your time, your love, your money, and your energy. When seeking a man or woman of God in cuffing season, you, which is the next letter, need to understand that a true man of God, a true woman of God, will put God before you. Ruth chapter three, verse one says, one day Naomi said to Ruth, my daughter, it's time that I found a permanent home for you so that you will be provided for. This was Naomi telling Ruth that it was time for her to move on from her son. It was time for her to enter a new relationship. So Ruth only made herself open to marriage when Naomi instructed her that it was time. Do you wait on God's timing before entering a relationship? And when God shows you that it's time, do you wait on his instructions and his guidance pertaining to that relationship?
because that's what Boaz did. During this time in the Bible, there was a lot of laws pertaining to marriage and relationships. And after Ruth followed Naomi's step, Boaz let Ruth know, I would do whatever is necessary for everyone in town knows that you are a virtuous woman. But there is another man in line set to marry you. And I will only marry you if he is not willing. But if he is willing, very well, let him marry you. And that's from Ruth chapter 3 verses 11 through 13. So even though Boaz was interested in marrying Ruth, he was a man of God before he was a husband. He was a man of structure, a man of order, a man of discipline, and he didn't allow his feelings or his desire to change the principles that was placed within him from God. Now, I personally would have felt like, well, if you're willing to give me up that easily, then maybe he just need to marry me in the first place because I'm here laying at your feet in the cold and you're going to tell me I'm honored. I would do whatever is necessary, but I got to check with bruh first. Boy, what? Like, <laughs> I would have been tight, like big mad. But that leads me to the next letter, F. Feelings will always contradict faith in a godly relationship until you train them. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says, we capture rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Our feelings, deep in my feelings, you deep in rebellious thoughts because our feelings will lead us to destruction every time. Like you ever been so mad that you do something and then you think about it later, like, bro, I was so dumb. That's feelings. That's what feelings will do for you. Okay. So during cuffing season, when you're looking for the man or woman that God has for you, understand that there may be times where you don't feel like serving him or her, but take those thoughts captive because marriage is all about serving. Because I can tell you right now, in chapter three of Ruth, verse four, I would not have felt like laying at his feet. First of all, toe jams, like I don't even like feet to be honest, and I don't think they had good soaps back then to really wash them good. So you trying to tell me to lay at your feet like, boy, uh-uh, I'm not. Mm-mm. But Ruth was a woman led by God before she was a wife. And that's what led to her being blessed so abundantly. If I knew how to add in a little round of applause thing, I would add it in right here because, girl, <laughs> you laid at them feet. Bravo, because I don't know if I can do that. There may also be times where you don't feel like a priority because he or she is telling you, I got to check with God first, which was exactly what Boaz was telling Ruth when he said, let me check with the man and follow God's order before I marry you. There may be times where you don't feel like waiting on your spouse to find out if you're supposed to be their spouse. You don't feel like waiting on your spouse to come. And that's how Ruth felt which is why in verse 18, Naomi said, just be patient, my daughter. Don't let time rob you of your queen or king that God has for you. Wait upon the Lord. Boaz choosing to go about the marriage according to God's law led to Ruth taking advice from God's vessel, which led her to be patient and wait on God's timing before making any moves or any decisions, which leads us to the final F in cuff. Find a significant other who pushes you closer to God and what he's called you to do and who he's called you to be. In every aspect of Ruth and Boaz's relationship, they pushed each other closer to God. Ruth didn't tell Boaz not to follow and seek the law that God had placed in order. And Boaz didn't come in between Ruth and Naomi's relationship. 
he actually added to it. He honored it. In Ruth chapter 3, verse 16, it says, Ruth told Naomi everything Boaz had done for her. Verse 17 says, and she added, he gave me these six scoops of barley and said, don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Does the person that you're pursuing add or subtract from the relationship that you have with God? Do they honor it? If you're a woman of God, you should be seeking a man who adds to your prayer life, who encourages your quiet time, who respects your late night policy and enhances your walk with God. Not, can you miss one Sunday? Can you spend one night with me? What's one little kiss on the cheek? It's not going to do nothing. I know you into your Bible stuff or whatever, but come on. And for the men, you're always wondering, what do you need to do to get a woman of God? How do you pursue a woman of God? Are you telling her, we can't be on the phone late tonight. You have church in the morning. Are you asking her, did you remember to pray? Call me back once you pray. Are you pushing her closer to God or are you getting in the way? I encounter so many men who talk about not having the steps or not knowing how to go about pursuing a woman of God. So here it is. They say they need a helping hand. So we're expanding to men. On Polished 144 Instagram, we're going to be doing something called Dear Men. And these will be tips that help men focus on their relationship with God and help them learn how to pursue a woman of God. So if you have any tips that you feel are valuable, DM them to me at Polish 144 and I'll share them on the page. The same goes for men. We're also going to be doing a dear woman. So I hope you took some notes. I've even gave you a homework assignment and I have confidence that this cuffing season is going to be different. So let's pray out. Dear God, I thank you for giving us the book of Ruth to use as a guide for godly relationships. I thank you for showing us how to go about getting a wealthy and influential man. And I thank you for showing men how to go about getting a virtuous woman. Lord, I pray that everyone that's listening to this podcast will take these steps and apply it to their life immediately so that they can tap into the abundance that you have for them. Lord, I thank you for this day and I thank you for these people. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, bye. Love y'all.